giving consumers a financial edge, providing economic tools designed for you to win. With the Empireonomics business guru, Al Mills, and the credit lady gem dropper herself, Monique Macklin. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Wake Up and Win Show with Al Mills and Monique Macklin. My name is Monique Macklin, and I am known in the industry as the credit lady. Hi, my name is Al Mills, a.k.a. the Prophetic Financier. Okay, and we have created a space that is designed to enlighten, empower, edify people to their next level of economic success. On this platform, we do that by having conversations that require you to examine your current situation and make changes as needed to get you to the life you desire to live by thinking, banking better, and leveraging better. Now, on today's show, we will Erica and their BS. Head and jump right into it. Oh yeah, that sounds very, very popular and I would say hot topic around the community right now. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of questions, a lot of excitement, and a lot of skepticism, if you will. So yeah, let, let's talk about that. So I guess we're all we're all aware that Bank of America is offering a zero down payment mortgage with no closing costs for first time home buyers in certain Black and Hispanic neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And this new program is designed allegedly to chip away at the inequality in the housing market. So that's that's been the premise so far, but. You know, I think this call this call today, what we want to share is some light on some other issues that may be uh, sub sub to this particular offer. And let's have that conversation. So what are your what are your thoughts on that? Morning. Well, when I first heard it, I was like, well, that's a nice thing that they're doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you know, wasn't thinking about the behind the scenes. I thought it was a, a, a nice gesture. Uh, many years overdue. But of course, after having a conversation with you I began to dig a little deeper and and you know just understand that what they're doing what presenting it as if is specifically for black and brown people what in the fine print it also says it is not it is inclusive of other nationalities and cultures right that is correct. That is correct. But I think the most alarming thing that most wouldn't know, and that's what this platform here is for, is for us to bring the naked truth, you know, unadulterated, straightforward, hardcore facts. And, and the fact is this, there, there's a report that a lot of professional investors use. Uh, we use it also in the Empire Knowledge community. Um, it's, a, it's called the Consumer Sentiment Report or Graph. And the University of Michigan has been publishing this particular grafted chart well over 60 years now. Thus far, it has been almost 100% accurate and it tracks that. And basically, based on the results of that graph, it shows that we are in a decline. The, The consumer sentiment is down, which basically means that their spending or availability of funding to spend is not there. And thus far, we are in a recession. Mm-hmm. And actually, the graph shows that we're in a worse position of a recession than we were in the housing crisis bust bubble back in 2009. So it is of my opinion, of course, that if you understand that, you will know that 
in the last bubble, a lot of equity was transferred. Now, be mindful. It's something everyone needs to know that wealth or equity never dissipates. It only changes hands. Correct. And that's based on a four cycle or four cycles process in the real estate market. So I'll just kind of, kind of reiterate those again. The first cycle is the boom. Right. The second cycle is what we call flatline, where prices stay consistent. Then Correct. there's the crash. Mm-hmm. And then there's what we call the retracement or the transitional period. In the right. transitional period, that's where all of the alleged lost equity is being transferred from the former ownership to the new ownership because intelligent investors buy at the bottom of the trend, which is the fourth cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now if you if you overstand that according to the consumer sentiment, we will begin to see a great deal of decline in purchases, a decline in valuation, and thus far, and so that equity will be transferring from one person to the other. And so it's of my opinion, understanding these economic triggers that this can also be deemed the great switch or the great the great swap where um, the the minority community, the brown and Hispanic communities, will be holding on to assets that might not have the on a declining side. Right. Um, it, it is quite interesting that the program came out now. at this particular point in time. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I beg to question that. Right. So when everything starts decline, it's going to look like it's the black and brown community that's in the decline. That is correct. And so let's look at the, let's look at how the market has sized up thus far. Um, okay. The past four, three to four months, going backward, um, the market, the real estate market, was pretty solid. Sellers were selling properties above and beyond list price, so they mm-hmm. were selling at a premium, right? Oh, uh, right. And, and then, and so buyers were jockeying and fighting to get the set available property. So it was a seller's market at such time. Um, now, as of late, within the last thirty to forty-five days, um, mm-hmm. you have now begun to see a decline in mortgage applications why because the feds have raised the interest rates exactly. making it less affordable for those to own more homes what does that mean in layman terms uh when when interest rates are low an individual's income can purchase more home in the form of value mm-hmm. whereas when interest rates go down their buying purchasing power to buy more home is less and so you're seeing more and more applications not being submitted or applications being canceled due to the new interest rates that are being offered. And so right. I find that now this new program rolling out is going to initiate that, if you will, greed factor uh, back in back in 04, 5, 6, 7 through 8 mm-hmm. uh, to the 9 crash, 09 crash. Mo- 95% of the homeowners who lost their homes during that particular crash were in those 100% finance programs. May they be straight 100% or 80-20 scenarios, but nevertheless, they didn't have any true skin in the game. Mm. And I just see that mirroring the effect today with one of Bank of America's zero down and zero closing towards programs for first-time homebuyers. So in your opinion, do you not believe that anyone is really going to to benefit from this particular program or is it just going to be a small select few that will benefit from it and I'd like the masses like they're trying to in our community oh, oh sure I, what I'd like to say to that is this 
like any other purchase. And once again, I'm not my, my legal team that had me give this disclaimer. We're not giving any financial advice or mm-hmm. tax or accounting advice. So please seek a competent um, professional, if you will. But we will share our our experience and sentiment on the subject matter. So back to right. that. In, in reference to that, mm-hmm. let's look at it this way. If the, the common purchaser, based on societal views, buys a single family home as their as their home to live in and it's an investment and it's an asset. Right? Right. That's what we've been told that it's an asset. But yet if you understand the true accounting, an asset is something that pays you and you and you don't have to pay for it. And so you buy the dream. You buy the American dream, which is basically that four that four bedroom, two bath, white picket fenced home with your husband or your wife and your 2.2 kids and the dog named Spot, you mm-hmm. never treated that purchase as a true investment, even though it is the most expensive investment a person will make in their lifetime. So what happens is that you purchase this purely on emotions and nice kitchens and bathrooms. Oh yeah, that's it. correct. And so what will happen is you're coming, you'll get into this deal that Bank of America has if Correct. you lack financial intelligence, you could very well lose your sh- shirt. Here's oh, a scenario. Yeah. You take advantage of this program because now all the realtors, all the loan offices in the community are going to really be pushing now because, again, based on the consumer sentiment report, um, if applications are down on mortgage on mortgage applications, if you're a loan officer right now, your desk mm-hmm. is pretty, your phone is not ringing. And so this is going to put a jolt in that particular Back space in your so business. Gonna, that's right. right so you're going to go out and work very hard and diligent to to administer or, 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 or originate if you will more loan application right and those real product right and all the realtors who were feeling the pinch of the change in the shift from a buyer's market to a seller i mean from a seller's market to a buyer's market right they're going to feel excited now and they're going to pursue this so but here's what really happens so Let's fast forward six months, a year from now, when we hit the when we hit the when we hit the boom. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the uh, the crash and the transitional period. Right. What's going to happen to a house that you paid four hundred thousand for, and now it's only going to be perceived value of three hundred thousand? You're in a property that that you're paying the mortgage on, but your mm-hmm. property valuation is underwater. Now, let's keep in mind. Valuation has always been based on opinion. Correct. If you speak to any licensed appraiser, they will tell you that this appraisal is based on my opinion. There is no specific guaranteed valuation. Mm -hmm. So everything in the real estate game is smoke and mirrors, if you will. If you want to look at it from a natural perspective in metaphysics, is that it's all perceived value. Mm-hmm. One person may look at it and see the value, and the other person may not. Two appraisers would never appraise the same house with the same exact valuation. No. I mean, the, the, the market. In, I think the market determines the value, also. Yeah, and that's all opinion. It's all based on perception and opinion. So, what's going to potentially happen is that you could have a multitude of brown and Latino families owning property that is negative equity that was invisible to begin with but mm-hmm. now with the amortizational schedules that are happening in a 30-year mortgage they now will have to potentially face that downward trend and unfortunately they didn't purchase the intelligent way 
that maybe if this event was to happen, as an example, you should only purchase or obtain a mortgage where your mortgage payment is equal or less than the market rent. Correct. So that in the event something like this was to happen, you could easily just move out of your said home or as an AKA investment, the most right. expensive one, and you could then rent it out comfortably. But what happens? People get in there. I don't care about the payments. Want to get a house? <laughs> and next, right. You know, they're upside down first mm-hmm. in terms of equity, and then they become defaulting on the actual monthly obligation, and that's when things get ugly. And here comes the foreclosure boom, right? What? So in this particular instance, are we? Is it best for people to not partake in for people who could never be homeowners before? Do you think it's best for them to not partake in this? Because as we all, the market will rebound at some point. That is true. If you're prepared, again, I'm going to say this. It's all based on your personal choice and decision. Um, Mm -hmm. I I still believe that one should use financial intelligence um, and anything that they do, because this will be the most expensive purchase that an individual ever make in their lifetime. And they really shouldn't make it with their heart alone without their mind or their brain and so i would say if it was if it was my client i believe the the most educated and informed consumer or client is the best one and so i would i would say you need to seek competent advice a wise a wise man woman always has wise counsel and i'm going to always say seek wise counsel and that necessarily may not be your realtor or your mortgage loan originator they may not have the experience to do that again i come from that space in terms of Mm -hmm. mortgage Mortgage, and I can tell you prior to the licensing requirements, even that there still is no financial training to be able to ascertain those things. So it's imperative to speak to someone who's a financier or someone who really understands the economy or economics to kind of see the trend and where it's going to go. Well, exactly. I was just, you know, the real idea when I first saw it is. Again, most people in those communities, and it's stated that you do have to purchase in those, you know, in the black communities. That's what it's Let's for. Let's talk about that. Look at the community. Yeah. Charlotte, Charlotte, Dallas, Detroit, Los yeah. Angeles, and Miami. Yep. That's mm. what they're starting to have. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's kind of, I thought that was kind of odd. So really what they're saying is we're going to give this money, but you still got to stay in your place is what I'm hearing, <laughs> you know? Um, you know, don't try to go uptown, you know, you need to stay downtown kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Gathering from that whole breakdown of the program. But again, so many people will never be in a position to purchase. Um, did you hear anything about if they do purchase, they would have to stay in a house for X number of years? Because I know there's some programs like that too, before rent it out. Well, there's some, they haven't, well, I haven't been access to the full details of the full underwriting criteria mm-hmm. at all. Um, but I believe as part of that program, um, the down payment, Bank of America will make the down payment on behalf of the borrowers. And, and, the then, there's those, and then those grants for ten to 15000 will be, depending on which city, will immediately be give the borrower the equity in the home in terms of... Um, in terms of um, the closing costs and things of that nature. So let's look at that. Now that's in key, that's key, let's break that down. So 
if Bank of America is giving ten to fifteen thousand, what's the price point? They didn't mention the loan, the, the the maximum loan amount because if you're talking about a home in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and Charlotte versus Detroit. I can tell you now in markets like Miami, Charlotte, and Los Angeles, those are high priced. Those are high priced areas. Um, so okay. I don't see there there are too many hoods in those areas left anymore, so mm-hmm. to speak. And so that may be interesting to see. But here's what normally happens in a recession: on average, the market correction in the real estate space historically has been a retracement of between 15 to 30 percent. In, in retracement, so in this case for real estate, it could mean that could be the price drop on an average home. So if you're talking 15, 30%, that $10,000 on a $400,000 house is not going to cover the decline or the retracement when that happens, if that was to occur. But once again, there's the smoke and mirrors. All right, so it's going to be for them to... I'm wondering if they're going to put it under FHA guidelines, you think? Um, it's like, what, 3.5% down at Correct. that point. But um, I guess it was really... Con- I think it just feels like in our... It just feels like it's really a setup that Bank of America is... Because they know that this we're in a declining market. They understand this. Of course, most consumers don't understand this. They're just happy... And seeing the fact that I can go and get a home now for zero percent down, everything is covered, and I move. I know that um, when you have some skin in the game, it makes that purchase investment that much more, I guess, you know, successful or attainable or whatever. Um, you feel like you've done something, but just it feels like if they're just giving it to you, that it's going to it's really cost you something in the end. And in this instance, is going to cost you equity. And then, I agree. And 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 the and the whole premise of them designing this as per their ad is to chip away in the inequality in the housing market. Now, as you know, we're we're here together in this mission, the Empire Economics mission, um, is to enhance everyone's socioeconomic mobility. So. The way to rid that is to first learn how to think better, bank better, and leverage better. And so that's right in the vein of what we're talking about. In mm. this instance, you have to learn to think a little differently and evaluating this opportunity. And then you have to talk about leverage, how to leverage yourself better in this opportunity. And again, without that proper education or leadership or guidance, it may be difficult. It may very well be difficult. It may be difficult. Um... I don't know. I guess we're going to have to see exactly how this all plays out. Definitely, people are going to have to read and also comprehend the fine print that they're getting themselves into when it comes to this. Because nobody, especially a Bank of America, is really going to do anything for you without it costing you in some kind of way. Well, that's the amortization. Uh, If you look at a 30-year mortgage... On average, a person will pay one and a half times more than what they purchase it for. Right. And so that's how banks make money is on the spread and the arbitrage of the payments made over the 360 payments. Mm-hmm. That's how that's done. The one thing I will say, I will credit, you know, we talked about all the doom and gloom. Let's talk about some of the bright sides to that. I think if we were to focus on anything in that new proposal, 
for right. that new program, it would be instead of traditional credit scores being utilized, uh, first-time homebuyers will be evaluated based on their history of making timely payments for rent, utilities, rent. phone services, and auto insurance. So if you look at that from a perspective, you're in the credit space as well. Now you can begin to use those alternative um, personal credit entries or, or profiles to help to do that. I believe, in my opinion, once again, that they should do away with the FICO systems when it comes to housing mortgage industry on a whole. Yeah. Because a person, if a person's been renting and they can be verified for multiple years, most rents today are even greater than the average mortgage Extra payment. Mortgage. And so if that's the case, then you don't even need to run a traditional credit report. Just do a, a verification of rent. That's what we used to do in the good old days and mm. have it verified. Well, I believe that it's stated that the is not even going to be considered in this particular instance. Um, but my fear is that people who, let's say, are not that good at paying their bills <laughs> are going to wind up, like you said, losing their shirt because they don't, they haven't, unless they incorporate a, that's what we call financial literacy, we call it financial, you know, we want you to be financially intelligent, but they need to incorporate some way of teaching people how to maintain their, maintain their, you know, their household bills, their mortgages, um, and just understand what debt to income is and all that kind of stuff. I want mm -hmm. people to be in a position where they get into something and then, you know, a year later they're in foreclosure. I um, agree. I agree totally. And that's where we come in. That's why this show is here. This mm -hmm. is why our, our opportunities exist so that we can empower those individuals with the necessary intelligence and to be able to navigate these, these minefields and, and what we call real life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So to sum it up, Bank of America and their BS. <laughs> um, there are some good bullet points to all of this, right? Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. There are some good bullet points. But again, there is something, there's always going to be in the fine print that doesn't favor you program. And that mm -hmm. is something that you're going to want to be mindful of and and make sure that your estate agent and or loan officer is very well versed on exactly how this program works and any that because what if they have something in there that says if you miss one or more payments then you go into instant foreclosure or you know we're taking your home or something correct little things can be in there that people don't know about and it's just 2008 when things started going crazy uh, with those arms so adjustable rate mortgages it's the same thing you know they had yeah. those low interest rates two or three years went by so fast now they have these 10 12 interest rates that they were not expecting exactly um, it's interesting because again there, there's no required the operative word is no minimum credit score nor would they be mortgage insurance so there's no pmi on these no loans. pmi either so you have to i mean coming from the space of mortgages back in the day this is something you have to be alarmed with no pmi no minimum credit score yeah you have to think and any lender heading into a recession doing this why why right and right. once you identify the why your next question should be who should I listen to to help navigate? Mm, exactly. Through this, maze, through this maze. Exactly. 
So this is, um, you know, this is going to be an ongoing discussion because more information is definitely going to come out about this particular program. But we really wanted to have this conversation today so that, you know, red there are red flags about this program. And we want consumers to be mindful of that. And again, seek out assistance. You can reach us um, on like the Wind Show. You can reach us directly. But and we also have a that we'll be discussing these things as well. Um, so if you want to, you can do creditladyconnection.com. Al is always it's going to be up those discussions as well, and we are going to be bringing, especially under um, through mentorship and just everyday conversation so that we make sure that the people that get connected to us are moving in the right direction when it comes to the way they think, the way they bank, and the way they leverage in the future. Awesome. I'm looking forward to, to bringing the knowledge. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I think this is going to be a, um, it's an interesting conversation. I want to see exactly how this, like you said, the next six months to a year, how starts to really play out for consumers in these different communities that they're, you know, starting this program in. But, so, let's, um, so for those who are in those particular areas, like you said, Charlotte, Dallas, Los Angeles, uh, Miami, reach out to us before you pull the trigger. Reach out. Yeah. Get, get a consult. Exactly. And it's and this is only for people who are going to live in the home. So it's not um, mm-hmm. for investors at this time on right. this particular program but if you're looking to become an investor we have opportunities and options for you as well so once again go to creditladyconnection.com to learn more show.com and you can send us a message on there as well and Al has been as always a wonderful conversation um, a lightning conversation and I believe we're going to help a lot of people just start smart money moves moving forward I, I do as well. And uh, as always, thank you very much for allowing me to speak on the platform. And let's just get out there and help transform some individuals. Correct. Look forward to it. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Be well. You too. Thank you for listening to Wake Up and Win with Al Mills and Monique Macklin. We hope you've been enlightened by today's message. Please subscribe to our podcast and share with your friends on your social media platforms. If you have any questions or comments, follow us on Instagram at wakeupandwinshow.